Welcome to the Yes and No pod. We're kissing and knowing all the time. Uh. That's closed. This is... Something you messed a, up my writing. Something. What did I do? What do you mean I look, messed up your writing? Look it's at that. Fine. It's fine. It's fine. Like X. Something. Something I find that's kind of funny is we named it the Yes and No podcast <laughs> because we thought we were going to be saying yes and no a lot. No, we named it the Yes and No podcast because <laughs> because <laughs> you say yes and no a lot, and it drives me fucking. <laughs> But I haven't said it. <laughs> I haven't said it on the podcast yet. Also, it's Julie has the hiccups today. <laughs> Get ready. No. Ding dong podcast. Ding dong. Ding dong. Who, um, the witches. Yeah, I haven't said it yet. But yeah, I do go. Yeah, yes and no. Like, so be like, oh, you really like this, right? <laughs> uh, yes and no. I'll be like, can you just give me a fucking straight answer for once? <laughs> <laughs> My name's Julie. My name's Brandon. Hi. <laughs> Hi there. Hi. <laughs> um, welcome to another episode of the Yes and No podcast. Yes and No podcast. This is a late one. It's a late boy. It's a late day. <laughs> I'm late. Uh, it. <laughs> <laughs> It is a Sunday afternoon. Uh, we've had a busy week full of stuff, which we'll get to in. We went to church a this moment. morning. No, we didn't. That's the last thing we, we did. We prayed to our Lord and Savior. And who is our Emily? Lord and Savior? Emily. Our Lord and Savior, Emily. Emily. Is there a bug Emily. on our window? There is a bug on our window. Don't fucking say Let's that. See. No, like look at the plant. Look at the plant, and then look. Huh? Look at the pot, and then look directly right. Oh, it's a it's a fruit fly. That's that doesn't a, that count. That is a bug. That is a bug. Yeah, but it's not a bug to be like scared of. It. Like, so eat a bug. if you didn't know, Julie and I are fucking nerds. <laughs> we're also liars. We're also <laughs> we're not we're not nerds. Are we? <laughs> we're huge fucking dorks. And uh, so today's episode is gonna be about dungeons and dragons. Or is it dragons? And dungeons. It's definitely Dungeons and Dragons, <clears throat> as Wizard of the Coast put it. <clears throat> or is it Coast of the Wizards? No, stop. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> um, but before we get there, uh, we have another featured artist this week. Look at that. His Two name is Devin. That's no, all I got, uh, No, Oh, God, no. That's not his name. <clears throat> yeah, what? Yeah, it is. <sighs> what is it? So our featured artist's name is Da Vinci. <clears throat> Uh, okay. AKA also Devin. This is why we need to talk before the episode. Okay, well, you just started recording. And you started back at me, so. That doesn't. I didn't have anything. To, I was still writing. <laughs> so, I was trying to plan, uh, you know, make a whole, no, whole page. No, no, no. You're you just like, you ooh. Can't, you can't plan. Let's, uh, let's start the episode now, guys. Okay, you, so that's good. Let's just fucking wicked. Whoa. You can't plan ding dong. Um, 
Okay, what's his uncle? So, <laughs> so uh, Da Vinci, he goes by, yeah, the name Da Vinci, D-E underscore V-I-N-C-H-I. Da Vinci. With a hiccup in there. Um, and he is, now I'm going to be honest, <clears throat> I don't really listen to trap music. And I don't really know what because trap music is. It's a trap. I do like Star Wars. Thank you. Um, but Da Vinci is a trap artist. And I've listened to several of his songs. But. And I quite like them. Um, he's someone that I went to college with. <laughs> he's someone at I. That I. Someone that at I. That I went to college with. Uh, he was actually a jazz guitarist. I assume he still is. Uh, but he now writes uh, he electronic trap music. Off um but yeah he's got a, a piece of music called uh vibrance which we'll play for you at the end of the episode Vibraphone. uh but yeah check him out i b- believe he goes by da vinci on de underscore v-i-n-c-h-i on both instagram and twitter Da-vita. i notice that he's the most active on instagram so go there a lot of the time he posts he's he's got quite the sense of humor so he posts like mm-hmm. some pretty funny videos of while he's like writing and mixing and stuff like that yeah so yeah, check him out. Um, and yeah, we're going to play a bit of his song at the end of the episode. What is his song called? Vibrance. I already said that. What's it called? Vibrance. Dull? No, no, no The opposite. Sharp. How was your week? <laughs> <laughs> um, It was good because I didn't work at all in- you didn't great but now i'm paying for everything (laughs) yeah (laughs) buy me dinner bitch uh what the fuck i have the hiccups you don't that's gross this is just gross how was your week (laughs) uh yeah it was good because i didn't have to work i basically just like hung around the house like a lazy butt then why is this episode late, Julie? If you were just lazing around, why is the episode late? Because we had a freaking wedding to go to on Thursday, Brandon. Oh, yeah. I'll kill him. There's a child at our door. There's a child at our door. Yeah, come in. What is it? Welcome to the show. Oh, uh, yeah, I didn't, I'm sorry. I didn't know you guys were recording. Sorry. Oh, gee. Yeah. Are you ordering food? What are you getting? Yeah. Let's get Thai food. We're ordering some food. This is Sean, everybody. So I have Sean. Uh, hey, everybody. Um, I'm Sean. Uh, long-time listener, first-time caller. Um, <laughs> really appreciate what you guys do here at the You and Me. Um, so. Are you um, hungry, Sean? Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty. Hungry. What do you want to eat, Sean? Uh, Should we keep you saying your name, Sean? Yeah, whatever you guys really want. If you want to know my address, it's <laughs> BC. Uh, v- if you want to send any posts, we'd, we'd appreciate it. Uh, any support helps. Um, uh, kind of the editor around here. So. <laughs> good, good uh, yeah, sorry. What the fuck is happening? They're recording. This is Jack. Yeah, we're going to order food. We're in on it. We'll be what, there to... What kind okay. of food? Did you know... Probably good food, but we'll discuss that when you guys are okay. done. Okay, Whatever cool. Cool. Okay. Yeah, uh, just, just keep it, you know, down here. We're just going to pour it. Referring, referring to the floor. Okay. <laughs> Bye. Bye. 
We apologize for that I'm interruption. Now. I know I'm starving. <laughs> huh. Um yeah, we had a wedding to go to yes. on Thursday. And then on Friday we went to the P and E. Yeah. Which is a fair. Um and we ate so much food and it was so yummy. And what was your favorite food you ate at the P and E? Definitely All of it. All of it? Yeah. Well, I don't I feel like I didn't actually eat that much. I'm trying to eat. I'm trying to eat. <laughs> I'm, trying to eat. Um, I'm trying to remember what I ate. We had the deep fried coffee cakes. We had deep fried coffee cakes. Fucking so good. So good. They're like little like coffee balls. Yeah. Coffee balls. Coffee balls. <laughs> but we got what? Vanilla espresso and coffee crisp. And Those coffee are the three crisp. Flavors. Yeah. And they They're like great. put little like sauce and like little sprinkles and stuff. Mm-hmm. So yummy. Um, and we also had dim sum. Which is great. Yes. Like dumplings and stuff. Yeah. Dumplings and chow mein. Yeah. The chow mein for me was too salty. Oh, really? Yeah, it was I didn't very really salty, like. yeah. But I really like the rice dumpling. Oh, really? It was so good. I also had some other Chinese oh. food, which mm. was really good. What else did really we have? Good. You had some fries. You Yeah, we had some fries and, oh. and you had that waffle. Yeah, my sister and I had pulled pork waffles. Yeah. And that was pretty good, yeah. <clears throat> I was saying we had a big discussion because Janine really really liked it and yeah. i thought i thought the waffle was good and i thought the pulled pork was good but i found the pulled pork just totally masked the waffle like it yeah. could have been any bread that i was eating it with yeah and i wish i preferred either a sweeter waffle or like the it was like maple syrup as well or something and then everyone was making fun of you because you always say how you're like oh, i don't have a sweet tooth at all blah 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 i don't i'd like i like the flavor of sweet things but like i very rarely crave like cake and candy and things but... like that you also really like sweet and salty. I love sweet and salty. So I it's think that's yeah. that's what you want or were yeah. wanting. Um, yeah, that's pretty much all we ate. We ate a healthy breakfast so that we didn't feel bad about eating. We did. What did we have Fair food all day. We had beautiful. Oh yeah, like we ordered beautiful. Shout out to beautiful. They're yeah. so yummy. Yeah, it was really good. Avocado toast, smoothies, mm-hmm. and you and Janine had a wrap. Yeah, we split a wrap. Yeah. It was like a. Yeah, they called it the fiesta wrap. Was fiesta? fiesta wrap? Yeah, it was like kind of like Mexican Spanish style with like cumin and guacamole and stuff. Peppers and stuff. Um, how was your week? My week was good. My week <laughs> essentially contained the same stuff that your week did. <laughs> the wedding was a lot of fun. A lot of fun. A lot of fun. Wedding was a lot of fun. Uh, lots of uh, booze. Lots good. of booze, lots of good food. In beautiful Queen Elizabeth Park. Yes. Which is very nice. And we had we were we were laughing because my cousin got married there years ago, but I didn't actually know where it was. I just mm-hmm. remember the location. And then we got there and I was like, This is the place. Oh, okay. <laughs> and the whole time you were like, No, no, I think it's like down like at the other like end of the I had no idea where city. it was, to be completely honest. Yeah. Um, but uh yeah, that was a lot of fun and then the P and E was great. We didn't do any rides or anything, we just saw the shows and walked yeah. around and stuff. But it was nice. Janine it was really bought a chill. bunch of stuff. Yeah. And the weather was really nice because it was sunny. Yeah. But like the breeze was cool. Yeah. And like we were wearing pants and it was fine. I think I would have liked we didn't stay there much later when it got dark, but I think I would have wanted a sweater if we had stayed any longer, but yeah. I was good in like a pants and a t-shirt all day. Yeah. It was perfect. Um, I think we need to get a ride pass next year though. But I liked, I liked what me and Janine did this year because we went to Playland and it yeah. was not busy at all uh, okay. to go on the rides. How late does Playland stay open till though? 
Sometimes it has adult nights, but I think it closes at like seven. But then I'd on Fridays, it has adults, so we could just go on Friday. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'd love to talk more about the peony on another episode at some point. Have some mm-hmm. some fun facts for y'all because the peony has been a big part of Vancouver for like a really really long time. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and then we yeah we went to peony that was fun and I'm trying to think if there was anything earlier in the week we did. I think I just worked. Not essentially. really. Yeah. Like Monday, I think we just like chilled. Yeah. And then Tuesday, Wednesday, you just worked and yeah. I just stayed home. My work was pretty crazy this week because uh, it's now September. It's September 1st today. Some, somehow. Summer's gone. But like, when did we start recording? What did we record our first episode? Like, in July? Late June, maybe? That's fucking crazy. Yeah. Shit, to be fair, though, it feels like we've been recording a lot longer than we have. Yeah. Like, it, just, it feels like it does. later than episode eight. Um, but, uh, yeah, we're some kind of crazy because September's around the corner and a lot of our clientele are like kids that take lessons and stuff once school starts. Yeah. So, so they take a break like during the summer. Crunching and like getting ready for September, yeah. which our, our week starts this week. <laughs> um, yeah. And then we were at my parents all weekend doing, well, I was doing a lot of cosplay stuff. It was a lot of fun. We yeah. just finished doing that today. Yeah. We just took advantage because like I had to do a bunch of painting and spray painting and things and a lot of like dust i'd like sand all this foam and everything and we just like mm-hmm. don't have the space for it here at home um so going back to my parents and utilizing my dad's tools in the garage and everything mm-hmm. made it a lot easier so we've now we're now planning on hopefully being there almost every weekend yeah to continue them because we got to get ready for fan expo 2018 um yeah Speaking of cosplay, yeah. what characters are we cosplaying? What, uh, oh, hey, good transition. So we have mentioned them before, briefly on the podcast. Yes, um, I think so. But uh, this is a good segue to Dungeons and Dragons. D&D. Um, so we'll just, I'll explain the cosplays real quick, and then we'll start talking about Dungeons and Dragons. I want to explain the cosplays. You know, okay, you explain the cosplays. The cosplays. You explain the cosplays, please. <laughs> What are you dressing up as? Ford and Jester, who are a half orc and a tiefling, respectively, mm-hmm. warlock and a cleric. Mm-hmm. Um, they are two characters from a very, 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 super, super duper popular. Super duper. Just saying, just saying filler words until okay. my brain catches up. Um, no, they're from a super super popular <laughs> D&D streaming game called Critical Role, played by a bunch of, like, pretty famous voice actors. Yeah. People um, who are, like, A-list voice actors, essentially, yes, like, yeah. as far as, like, cartoons and video games are concerned. Yeah, yeah. Um, and our, our characters are played by, my character is played by Laura Bailey, and yours is played by Travis Willingham. Yeah. And they're married, and they have a baby, and they're so cute. They just had a baby. Uh, like the baby's like probably a month old. Yeah, like two months. Two months. Two I months saw old. Laura's Laura's Instagram. Like That's two cool. months. Yeah, it's super cute. Um, yeah, so we're playing those characters, and we really love watching that show together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it for me, it's a little bit tough because I like. I like to do something while I watch it, but then I get really focused on what I'm doing and I'm like missed like half an hour. I'm like, fuck. It's very tough because it's such a long show. Yeah. And like, and 
just like any D&D game has, like there's a lot of just kind of like mellow portions where the characters are deciding what to do or they're just kind of like getting in between like two in a town. Games, they're yeah. like, oh, I just need to buy potions and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, we are cosplaying two characters from that. And yeah. we'll probably talk about that maybe. Oh, yeah. Well, I think we'll bring it up again. Maybe like October, October 8th, whatever oh, Thursday mean, yeah, is right oh, for before sure. Fan yeah. Expo. Yeah, um, we'll definitely have like a Fan Expo review episode, <laughs> I think. Yeah. And we love watching that show because we love playing D&D. Yeah. A lot. So Dungeons and Dragons. All, all the time. All the time. With everyone we know. I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to briefly explain what D&D is for people who don't know. And then I think we should both talk about what our first if you don't know what D is stop listening we don't we don't want you okay (laughs) um we should both uh say why we love it well we should love it we should also tell like how we first like what our first experiences are with D. &D. okay go yours are more recent than mine but um but yeah dungeons and dragons for those who don't know is a tabletop role-playing game tabletop rpg tabletop rpg ttrpg ttrpg <laughs> um and tabletop meaning that like it's essentially in a way kind of a board game like you play it at a table yeah. um and you use papers and sometimes you use little miniatures and stuff and pencils uh, and pencils and erasers and all that good stuff um and it's a role-playing game because essentially the, the whole idea is that you are supposed to portray and play a character and then act uh, like choose how you interact with the environment and the scenarios as the character would. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And then D and D there's all these books that they release. Um, Use your imagination. Player's handbook. Yeah, exactly. Player's handbook, dungeon master's guide, all this kind of stuff. But essentially the way the game functions is that you have someone who's called the DM or the dungeon master. And essentially it's their job to then create or, or tell a story. Mm-hmm. Um, for the players and then the players get to play these characters that they either create or they or they they play pre-made ones it's Um, like it's like a choose your own adventure book yeah exactly yeah that you get to play with your friends and it's a lot of fun yeah like the dm will be like okay you're in this town and like there's the blacksmith there's the potion Mm -hmm. shop there's the 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 military um but you've been told to go to the castle yeah like what do you want to what do you want to do and then yeah. all the players like sometimes they'll split up and be like i want to go to blacksmith the other person yeah. wants to go there um and sometimes they're all like no we need to go to the castle it's like time yeah. sensitive blah, blah blah yeah exactly but like basically the dm will give you a plot point or like a kind of like a fork to... in yeah. your path type yeah. idea yeah um and then the characters have to work together yeah. to well, there's lots of there's lots of styles of, of dungeon progress, Dungeon and Dragons progress games story. too, right? Like there are very linear, like fork in the road style ones. Then there's people who just kind of like create That's a world, true. and a lot of the choices are put on the players. Where it's like, hey, what do you want to do? Do you want to deal with this problem? Do you want to stay in your hometown? Do you want to, you know, like mm-hmm. it's a very open world because it's all imagination. Like you're not mm-hmm. set by the rules of a video game or by um, you're not watching a movie or anything like that. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, the game's been around since the early '80s, I believe. Um, I think, I think like the first editions are like very tail end seventies, like seventy nine. But like the, the game first became popular in the eighties. Yeah. Um, and so it's kind of like going through Dungeons Dragons is currently going through like a re revival, uh, a revival, a I revamp. guess. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, because a lot of people who like used to play it as kids in the eighties are now like discovering it again. Yeah. And then because it's becoming popular, a lot of people like us or even people who are younger than us are now playing it as well. Yeah. And then as well as um, I think 
like we were saying, shows like Critical Role um, and other streams like that are also helping bringing the popularity mm-hmm. back. And Stranger Things. And Stranger Things, yeah. D and yeah, Dungeons and Dragons is the game that they play in Stranger Things. Yeah. Stranger Things, where they talk about the demigorgon um, mm-hmm. and the mind flayers, mm-hmm. and like that's all D and D jargon. That's all. <laughs> that's all stuff from Dungeons and Dragons. Um, yeah. So essentially, the game itself is just a bunch of friends sitting around a table, and then these books they give you the rules and stuff to play by, and the essential rules is just like you get all these dice, and then yeah. when you want to do something, the rules tell you like you have certain stats as a character, and then when you do something, it tells you to make a certain roll, and then you see whether or not you do it or not. Yeah, yeah. basically, like <clears throat> if you roll higher than the number, you do it. If yeah. you roll lower, then you don't. Yeah, and all those numbers, like the goals you want to reach in order to do something, are all kind of set by the DM. Like they're the ones who make the world. Like this yeah. is a really hard checks. So you have to make a really high number, or it's actually really easy. So you don't have to roll that high. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, D and D is great. And um, if you haven't played it, get get on that because it's fun. Find someone or or find a group of friends and DM because DMing is a lot of fun. Or um, if you can't find a group of friends, come to us. We'll play D and D with you. Hell yeah! I'll DM, and Deal. you're gonna start in Frogtown. <laughs> What's in Frogtown? Not frogs. <laughs> A lot of snakes. <laughs> A lot um, of foxes, actually. So, um, Julie, what was your, what was your first, because I think I've, you should tell the audience, but I've been around for your first experience at D&D, I think. No, maybe not. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe what was your first experience of D&D like? And what were, what were your thoughts on D&D before like playing it? Well... My first experience for D and D, I I basically made a character that's myself, but a gnome. Mm-hmm. So I made like I made this gnome bard, mm-hmm. um, because I was like I'm a I'm a music I music boy, me music boy, she music boy too. <laughs> we all music boy. Yeah, music boy. Woo. Uh, yeah. Basically, when our DM was like, "Hey, you should be in this game," he went through the player's handbook and made my character with me pretty pretty much mm-hmm. he was like he kind of like showed me all of the races, races and, classes. and classes i have so much fun doing that shit as a dm <laughs> like i remember when i started that game for you claire and janine yeah and like essentially like especially with janine like mm-hmm. sitting down and being like look, look at all the races you can be and all the like, classes and like all, all, opportunities. Like, all this stuff it's so much fun yeah um yeah he basically did that and i was like oh this is music like that's cool and mm-hmm. he, he basically explained that bards <clears throat> make magic through music. Like, mm-hmm. at least the bard that I want to play. I, th- I think, yeah, I was going to say, I think, like, the the very, uh, like, stereotypical bard is, like, yeah, this guy like, with, like, a lute or like, yeah. he sings or something and he creates music that way. But I feel like bards can also be interpreted as just, like, entertainers. Like, they dance or they, yeah, like, Yeah, for sure. Like, dancer, yeah. actor. Yeah poet you yeah. whatever yeah um but yeah for my my bard she makes magic through music and i was like that's fucking cool yeah um and there have been a lot so so there have been a lot of times in the game mm-hmm. where he's kind of tailored <clears throat> the game a little bit 
to be like, oh, yeah, we have a bar, so I'm going to do this cool thing. Yeah. And she can react in this way. So my first D&D experience is very positive. It's a lot of fun. That's good. I really like it. Um, it's a little <clears throat> bit awkward. I, for, for me, like, my characters, my first character just uses my normal voice as to talk. Um, because... I, I would always get like a little bit embarrassed. Oh, totally. Speaking in like a funny voice. Well, you're you're a very introverted person too, right? Like, yeah. Being around a group that essentially at the time was all of my friends. Yes. Um, and like trying to and get involved in that character. Yeah. yeah, definitely tough. But now that I'm more comfortable with the people and I'm more comfortable with the game, I have a character named Slog, who's a half orc, and I just do like the most ridiculous voice for him, and it's great. Let's hear it. No. Come on! Oh, you're embarrassed now. Go ahead. You gotta do it. You gotta do it. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to share my voices, so. <laughs> Don't leave me. <laughs> I remember how he talks. Oh, yeah. I think he talks like this. There you go. Yeah. There's Slog. Yeah, that's Slog. Slog's great. Yeah. yeah. He's really nice, and he really likes cooking <laughs> for everyone on the boat. <laughs> Because they need to eat some food. Oh, man. I love Slog. <laughs> Slog plays in a game that we play uh, that's uh, it's called the Compass of Cortessa, and it's on, like, a, we're pirates, essentially. We're on a boat, yeah. we're pirates. And Slog is, like, the ship cook. He's the ship cook. He's also the, like, very worrywart mama bird. Oh, yeah. Of the ship, for sure. Yeah. He's like, did you eat, did you eat enough? Do you yeah. need more? Do you get, oh, get him yeah. a second bowl. That's, I also, needs to eat I also love the contrast because like I found in a lot of D&D games lots of people like to pick like non-human races like a lot of the time it's like orcs and tieflings and elves and like everyone's like some crazy race yeah but in that game specifically most of us are humans there is a lot of humans and so the contrast of slog <laughs> who's this full orc this giant orc with a bit of a belly and you know you, hey, hey everybody how's it going but he's like and everyone is so serious in everyone's that game so serious like, i love it we have the captain and the first mate your character is the like what's the lookout? The crow's nest. The crow's nest guy. guy. Yeah. yeah. And you all have like very serious voices. And then Kelly and Austin are these two like badass water magic. Like... Yeah. Kelly is a water genasi druid, which is cool. So he's just like all water cool focused. His like oh man, I don't want to go into too detail with this game, but this game's a lot of fun. Uh, Kelly's character, um, we designed. <laughs> I don't want to go into too much detail, but like. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go into no, a lot no, of details Kelly's right character has, like, this section in the bottom of the boat where a bit of water leaks in, and the idea is that he sits in it and he can, like, nap, like, he can see around the yeah. ship through the water because he can, like, communicate through water as yeah. a water genasi and a water druid. And I just think that's the coolest shit It's super fucking ever. cool. And then, yeah, then Austin is a water sorcerer. Yep. So he's got, but he's also huge, I don't know, what is he? I think. He might be elf. He's half elf. Maybe. Or I don't know. Something. I don't know. Um, yeah, and then like <clears throat> Ryuk, who's my character, who's like a human monk, he just talks like this. He's just totally straight and just captain. And just <laughs> talks like that all the time because he's just very serious. <laughs> he's always looking at, he's very perceptive. And then Alex always plays really serious characters as well. Yeah. He's and... like this crazy cross crossbow fighter, which I think is really cool. Yeah. Um, and then jack is our captain yep and he's a very quiet person and so it's very funny because alex is very comfortable talking as a character 
and then Jack is because like because Alex Alex also DMs yeah so and it's not so much that Jack is uncomfortable but Jack is just is a quiet person so then like the <laughs> contrast of Alex like being the first mate and like doing all the commands for the captain it's, yeah. it's a very fun game and, because yeah. Alex would be like captain I think we should do th- this and Jack's like yeah yeah and then and yeah and then, <laughs> and then Alex, you know, Alex is like okay go, crew like you go here blah, yeah. blah, blah, blah. get yourselves together you know <laughs> all this kind of stuff but that's like the fun. Like I love building those groups and those parties and stuff like that. Yeah. So now um, we have we have like all these serious people and then there's yeah. like Slug. The, the big old laughable. But what was your thought on D and D like before you played it? Like what were your what were your judgments on it? My D and D is fucking stupid. Everyone plays as a dumb nerd who lives in their mom's basement. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, just kidding. Um my sisters play D and D. Played D and D, um, so I always thought it was like just cool. It's mm-hmm. just like another game. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I grew up. I grew up in like s- such a nerdy household. Yeah. Like it's so, so like so much sci-fi, fantasy. Yeah. All of that, all that good good stuff. So at no point you thought like at you know, no point I was that? like, what the fuck is D and D? Hell no, get that yeah. shit away yeah, from me. Enough. Yeah. yeah, no, I was I was always like, yeah, that sounds cool. And I was actually <laughs> in, I think I was like 14 mm-hmm. or 13, 14. And I really like the idea of LARPing. Because one I was of, literally about to mention LARPing. Because one of, my, my, one of my teachers, he's like this younger guy. He like played video games. We all thought it was super cool. He was like, oh, yeah, I'm going to go LARPing with my friends. And we're all like, what the fuck? Is it like that? What the? What is that? And he was like, "Oh, it's live action role playing. So you like dress up as a character, like a fantasy character, a sci fi character, and you go out into like the forest. It's like what they do at Renaissance fairs. Yeah, and you like shoot each other with bows and shit. I was like, that's so cool. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) So yeah, my my experience with never with D and D has never been bad. Yeah, at all. I remember so like. My thoughts on, like, what D&D was before I ever played it was, like, so when you're a kid, there's that phase where, like, you know, you you, you play pretend with your friends a lot and, like, you have yeah. action figures and stuff and, like, you grab sticks, pretend there's swords and all that kind of <laughs> stuff. And then, you, and then there's, like, I don't know if you found this, but then there's, like, that weird age you get to where, like, all that becomes very uncool. Yeah. And, like, all you do is play, like, sports or play, like, a more, like, I don't know, a normal game, like, Grounders or some shit, yeah. right? And then I remember, like... Maybe during that phase, like I was still like a nerdy dude, like I played Yu-Gi-Oh, <laughs> like Yu-Gi-Oh cards or whatever. But I kind of like put D and D in that same category as LARPing, and I always put it in this mm. like category where I'm like, man, those people are fucking weird. <laughs> like that's like levels of nerd that I will never get to. And man, was I wrong! Holy shit. Yep. Um, but very, very shortly after that, where I became even a little bit older, like, I think by the time I was introduced to D&D, I must have been, like, 13, maybe? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and at that point, I was kind of, I, I was less skeptical about it. I was more just like, I don't know. I just, sure. I embraced yeah. it pretty openly, because yeah. I was like, I'm, I'm already <laughs> aware that I'm a fucking dork. <laughs> Um, let's keep going kind of thing. Yeah. And I remember the first time I played, it was me and these two buddies I had in high school or in like, yeah, early high school, late primary school. Mm-hmm. And there are two people I unfortunately don't really talk too much anymore, but one of them DM, we played third edition. 
I remember the books very specifically. I remember the monster player's handbook. Like you know the you know the 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 book from Harry Potter that's like alive. Yeah. <laughs> like the art on the third edition player's handbook is there's like an eye in mm-hmm. the center, and then the rest of it is painted to look like a book. Yeah. That she has like buckles and leather and the yeah. spine and everything to it. And like that's what it looked like. And I that's thought it was cool. really cool. Anyways, I remember playing it, and I remember the DM like designed like designed a campaign for us and like mm-hmm. took it very seriously mm-hmm. and i remember me and my friend just like were ding-donging the whole time like can i attack him like can i attack him and then, can we attack each other <laughs> and the dm is just like guys come on and then ironically enough i had the same thing happen to me when i then played with a different group of friends maybe a year later because mm-hmm. uh, they got hooked and I remember it being really cool because one of my friends at the time was really into Lego and we didn't have a lot of miniatures. Yeah. So he would build these crazy sets in Lego. That's Like he'd so build cool. all the town stores and yeah. like make our miniature, like our characters in Lego mm-hmm. pieces and stuff. I mm-hmm. thought that was a lot of fun. Uh, but anyways, we like played and I remember one of the players was like very ding-dongy. Yeah. And I remember one of my first characters was like an elf druid. Mm-hmm. with like a hawk as a pet like so like on the nose of like what a wood elf is <laughs> and my friend who was also playing it was ding dongy he's like can i shoot his hawk and i was like come on he's like roll and so i like rolled and like hit my and we were walking over this like pit of lava no and so like we were going over these steps and he's like yeah you hit the hawk and it like falls into the lava and i was like what the hell like i wasn't like really upset i was just like annoyed i was just like <laughs> okay i get it come on let's keep going but the hawk fell burned he's like can i try eating it like is it cooked now in the lava <laughs> we were like 14 like 13 14 and i remember i fucking got a new hawk and he killed the other one he killed it a second time um so yeah i i feel like when i first was introduced to D I didn't really get to experience it the way it's like i didn't get the full impact of it i was just mm-hmm. like oh this is interesting but i don't know how long i'll actually play it for mm-hmm. um and then after that i didn't play it until three two years ago to almost three years ago and then our roommate sean who you heard earlier <laughs> um wanted to start playing again he was really interested in dming yeah and he really wanted to play um and our buddy alex who now lives with us um, he was like coming over a lot and like he, he was like, you guys are doing D and D game. Like, let me in. I want to get in on it. <laughs> right. Cause he had a group of friends he was playing D and D with. And then since then I have now become obsessed. I'm now in Dungeons and Dragons. I'm in it. You have a very obsessive personality. This is true. This is true. But yeah, that was my first experience. And, uh, <laughs> You, you have an obsessive personality, but you also ab- get obsessed with making other people <laughs> want to do it. I want to bring people it. into my world all the time. Because, because Brandon, Brandon, you'll be like, you'll be like, oh, do you, do you want a player's handbook? I'll just, I'll just buy you a player's handbook. <laughs> like, you don't, you don't love this thing enough to have this. Yeah. Or like, you, you love it, but you, but you don't like feel feel like going the extra step like i'll just take the extra step for you yeah oh my god your obsession is like too big that you have to like (laughs) glom on to other people um yeah and i'm like really glad we started playing again 
and I really, really enjoy it. I've made a lot of characters. I'm now, I now DM my own games. Mm-hmm. Um, still waiting for you to DM ASAP. Ugh. You should do it. You should do it. It's a lot of fun. You should do design one one shot and just like try it. It'd be a lot of fun. One one shot. You guys are level 18 and you, you are fighting the antagonist. <laughs> that's that's the game. That's going to be the whole game. You're just going to give us a bunch of backstory and then we're going to play the game that we yeah. fight him. Cool. So I'm into it. Okay. You've been chasing this antagonist for like 20 years. You guys. <laughs> you've almost got him. Elves in the group. You've been chasing for 200 years. No. <laughs> Your whole life. You're born into the chase. <laughs> um. Yeah, I'm really glad we started playing D&D again, and we've been currently, like, we have a couple campaigns that we've been playing for two, over two years now. One of them... Is, Almost three One years. of them just had their two-year anniversary, and the other one is probably, like, two and a half years. Yeah. Um, which it's is crazy. Stuff. It's good. Good, 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 dude. It was so much fun. Good, good, so good, right good. now, Julie and I play... We play in several games. Yeah. Like, a lot of games, but the, but the two games we play right now, we alternate weekends. We play every weekend. Mm-hmm. Uh, sometimes we miss some. Like, last weekend, we missed it because uh, one of our players was away uh, on vacation. Mm-hmm. Um, but we're doing a double D&D weekend night this Today weekend. And we're doing tomorrow. it tonight and tomorrow, which makes it very appropriate for us to talk about. Mm-hmm. Um, Get stoked. Get stoked. And, it. yeah, Whoa. I just... Uh, it, it's just so much fun. Like... So, because I hadn't played for a while... It's just, it's just good, wholesome fun, fun yeah. to have with yeah. your good, wholesome friends. Because I haven't played in a while, I feel like I did the same as you with your recent character, and I kind of just, like, made me a little bit. Mm. Um, my character in that same campaign that but you But you're have, not an know, old wizard. Shush. Um, a wizard is my favorite. <gasps> my, my class of choice, for sure. Um, if I had to, like, just pick no. one. Um, but yeah, you made a gnome bard. <laughs> I made a half-elf wizard named Kavi Nure and this is his voice Kavi Nure and I'm realizing a lot of time he turns into Taco from Adventure Zone <laughs> and then sometimes he turns into Not from Critical Role um yeah and Kavi's just this wacky old wizard who was like a hermit for like a hundred years who gets us into so much trouble so much trouble he'll be like I want to cast a spell on the guard yeah what is it we were trying to get through the gates of the city and I cast Tasha's hideous laughter on the guard and when you cast spells in D D, the the meta of it is that like you're you're actually like you're you're saying some words you're waving a wand there's like you're things like, happening in front of you like it's very stuff obvious is happening when you most spells it's very obvious when you cast a spell so mm-hmm. like i'm standing outside this gate with all these guards and they're stopping other people from getting in and i'm like blah, 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 and i like shoot my wand at him and he starts laughing and the guard's like hey what the fuck? And they start chasing me. And, oh, it was. And then you didn't you like teleport inside of the city oh, man. behind them? Yeah. So what happened is I ducked down an alley. Yeah. And like went and then I was able to. Yeah, I was able to chase run down this alleyway while they were chasing me, run into the city. Mm-hmm. And then the minute I turned the corner around this alley, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, am I like out of visual of the guard? And Sean was like, oh, yeah. And I was like, okay, hey, I cast Blink. And Blink is like this teleporting spell. And so I blinked and it made me disappear. And then the guard kept running down the hallway. And then I blinked back behind him. And I was like, see ya. And I like went back into the crowd and hit in the crowd. <laughs> and nothing happened. <laughs> yeah, to you. <laughs> I had to hide the rest of the the rest of the episode, and I remember Sean the eventually rest of the, <laughs> the rest of the session at the beginning of the session, and Sean I remember eventually was just kind of like 
the guards stop stop looking for you. He was just so like this wasn't supposed to happen, Brandon. Like God, the guards, you're fine. You're in the city. It's fine. <laughs> and I'm like, I can take my hood off now. And you're like, Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's fine. Everything's fine. Um, but I feel like everyone's come to love Kavi. Like just any of the characters have been a lot of fun to just like have around, and like their quirks are a lot of fun. Yeah. And re- <laughs> more recently, um, a- Alex's character, who's like this very serious, very stoic Nelgrod. guy, um, who has very low charisma, <laughs> has been coming up to my character, Marina, who has very high charisma. And he's like, hey, how do I speak to people and make <laughs> them do what I want them to do? Um, so every every time he says something that is like kind of harsh mm-hmm. i'll go like no Ron, that's not very charismatic um and, and he like he's been trying to like talk to you and like talk to duana and then every time there's this whole like back and forth across the table where i'm like giving him a thumbs up i'm like you got this like you can do it and he's like yeah yeah and then yeah. he botches it of course <laughs> and then he rides back and he's like i think i did pretty well and i'm like yeah, i think that was uh, yeah, pretty okay. good yeah but it's fun and i think and like <sighs> that's like that's not something that i would have done three years ago no and i think i think that goes to say that like dungeons and dragons can be played in so many different ways mm-hmm. and not that it's the right way, but I think it's one of the the really good ways to play D and D is like kind of trying to yeah have fun with those role playing scenarios and mm-hmm. like have conversations in character and have those like world interactions other than just fighting shit. Yeah, um, and I think that's something again that like Critical Role and like Adventure Zone and all these large streaming services mm-hmm. um, or streaming shows have kind of brought to light a little bit. I think because mm-hmm. um, yeah, I definitely if it wasn't for Critical Role, I don't think I understand how to really do it yeah as well Mm -hmm. i did a little bit before Mm -hmm. um but i definitely less in character interactions with each other before um but yeah i think D &D can that's the thing is dd can be played in so many different ways um i know there are some really famous shows and dms that really look at more like a combat game and more like a strategic game where most of the game is about confronting the evil in the world in the center and mm-hmm. the village or the city or whatever mm-hmm. it might be and then strategically dealing with that um, yeah. whether that is like how you approach the scenario or whether it's like when you actually get in combat which by the way i didn't mention this but when you get in combat sometimes <laughs> you can use these like map systems with grids on them and you actually buy little miniatures and so there are some rules that you follow when you do combat mm-hmm. and then you can use these little grids to do that and some people really like sometimes some games don't even use those maps you just do it all in your head like that's how the fight goes yeah um but some dms yeah they really focus on that because they enjoy the strategy portion of that and that can be the kind of game you play as well um some people just make it an open world ding dong game some people make it like a very story driven game a character a very character developed uh driven game uh but like these are all choices that you guys can make as a group or as or the dm makes Mm -hmm. um and it just is ah, so much fun so much fun <laughs> so much fun um that being said mm-hmm. we should go we should go uh, we should. play some D. we should go play some D. we should go play some dd oh, man it's so good i just want to keep talking about it forever yeah but we really gotta learn how to end our episodes <laughs> within um, one minute I, 
one within one minute. Yeah. I don't know if that's gonna happen. I just I did want to mention though first. I want to just kind of <laughs> I want to mention like how you can maybe get into D and D if you're interested. Uh, first of all, if you have any questions or concerns concerning D and D, please contact us. I love to. I love to. I love to answer questions about that. Um, tell us like if you're if you've never played it because you're nervous for a certain reason. I love to hear why, and I love to help you with that. I kind of like tell you that you don't need to be nervous because it's a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, but yeah, D and D is like more accessible than ever nowadays. Um, like yeah. everything. Every book can be found online for free as a PDF. Yeah, like, essentially, but even sometimes you don't even need the books. Like, there's all the books and everything, but you can get away without doing that. So I think my first comment is that you're probably going to get overwhelmed by all the books that are out there. If you want just the book that just has the rules and, like, the character creation stuff and you just want to buy one book, that is the Player's Handbook. Just buy that book. It's the only book you really need. Um, it has all the game rules in it. Mm-hmm. Um, it can be found. Most of these books retail for about sixty or seventy dollars. I think sixty in the states, seventy is seventy dollars in the in Canada. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're into Amazon, if you do that, Amazon Amazon has them on sale all the time for like thirty bucks. Yeah, um, but really nice. if you can, I would say support your local game store. Um, and uh, usually they're they're going to be cheaper at a game store than they will be at like Indigo or some bookstore. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you want to buy it mm-hmm. from a store, go to your local game store and pick one up. Uh, but yeah, Player's Handbook is like the only book you need. All the other stuff is kind of like extra stuff if you want it. Yeah. Um, that said, though, there's also D&D Beyond, which is a service that Wizards of the Coast offers for total online access to the rules. Again, it costs like a monthly subscription, but you can like create your characters on there, get access to all the rules all via just your web browser. And then on top of that, you can probably find the PDF for it for free online. Literally just search Player's Handbook PDF on Google. That's what I said. I know, I know, I know. But I'm just saying, like, it's this easy to find Player's Handbook. Mm. And there's usually, I think there's, like, a black and white copy that will come up. And, yeah. like, that's there and super easy to use. And you can just, like, print off. You're like, oh, I really want to be a barbarian. Yeah. You just yeah. print that yeah. section off. And then on top of that, there's also a starter set that you can purchase. And essentially that starter set comes with one set of dice. So you, you get the dice right away. Mm-hmm. And it comes with pre-made characters as well as a pre-made adventure. So. So if you're trying to find a group of friends and you don't really know who's going to be the DM, it comes with a pre-made adventure and just want you just be the DM. Just DM. It's so much fun. Just DM. Be the DM. And invite your friends. Be the DM. Just DM. Just DM. Just be the DM. Just DM it. Invite your friends and then you guys can play that pre-made adventure. And yeah. it's a lot of fun. Um, yeah. And the last thing, very last thing, is that if you don't have any friends locally, if you don't have a lot of friends that you know in your neighborhood... There are a lot of ways to play via online now. Mm-hmm. I know a lot of people who play. Um, I think there's, I can't remember what some of the services are called because I haven't used any of them, but there's like Tabletop 20, I think, or something. Mm-hmm. And there's like a bunch of services that like essentially just let you guys get on a video call or a voice call in a group. Yeah, it's like um, Skype, but specifically yeah, for Tabletop Yeah, and then RPG. there's like different online services you can use so that the DM can like make a little combat map online. Mm-hmm. Um, or you can like make your little pl- character sheets online. They're all accessible to each other. Um, and yeah, there's lots it's so accessible now you can also see like if you have a game store by your house you can see if there's a group that plays there like usually once a week or something that's right yeah um actually wizards of the coast has i can't remember what they call it but essentially they just like they do magic tournaments um at every kind of local game store they Mm -hmm. actually host 
Um, they have people like DMs they hire mm-hmm. uh, to host D and D games that anyone's welcome to. Usually, yeah, once a week or once every other week. Um, and yeah, you just show up. The DM, the DM there will help you make a character, and he'll have a campaign, like a little adventure, ready for you. Whoever else shows up, mm-hmm. um, and it's a great way to just get going and start playing. Because uh, I think the first curve and hump to get over is just learning the rules, just kind of understanding the basics yeah. of like how yeah. rolling works and all that kind of stuff. But once you get that, like. Oh, the 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 limitations are nowhere. They just you can do they can do anything. It's so much fun. It's so much fun. We've done like sci-fi and steampunk version of the of D and D. Like we've altered all the all the monsters and stuff and how the stats work in order to make our own little worlds and do a a pirate ship game like we were saying earlier. Mm-hmm. Like also lots of fun stuff. Um, but yeah, I think we'll end the episode there. This one's actually a shorter one for once. We're short. Oh, I think a little short. That's good. <laughs> At 50 minutes. That's good. Hey, you, we've been like hour 20. <laughs> I know. So, um, but yes, D&D, please play it. Please ask us questions. Share your D&D experiences with us because we love to hear that shit. Share us with us what your character is. Um, if you run a game, tell us about your game. All kinds of stuff. Mm-hmm. Julie. If yeah. they want to message us, where they can where can they find us? Where they can pod and yes, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes and no pod at gmail.com. Yes and no pod on Twitter and Instagram. And our and DMs are open. www.yesandnopod.com. Our our dungeon masters are open. Our dungeon masters are open. Um, I'm gonna do a small little plug here. Uh, you can also check out my other channel called Geek Garden. Um, we're geek. I believe we're Geek Garden TV on both Instagram and Twitter, and we're Geek Garden on YouTube. Um, but the only reason I mention that is because we do plan on doing some D and D like content on there. Uh, we have a couple of games we might th- consider streaming, as well as just some instructional videos and all kinds of stuff. Uh, so check that out if you're into that. We also do some other videos. I think I have a video on there about the Star Wars role playing game, which is a lot of fun. But mm-hmm. just check them out, Geek Garden. Um, but yeah, and then we're gonna end the episode with a little bit of music from our friend Da Vinci. Uh, don't forget to check them out, D-E underscore V-I-N-C-H-I, Da Vinci, at Instagram, and I believe Twitter. I could be wrong, but definitely Instagram, um, and I believe SoundCloud, actually. SoundCloud is his place to find his music, uh, but here is a bit of his song, Vibrance, to end our episode, and uh, thank you for listening to the Yes and No podcast. We promise we'll end it faster. Well, the ends are always going to be long. This is the way it is. There's so many things to talk about. We promise... That you have to suck it up. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs> hey, it's uh, it's me again. Um, I forgot to mention that uh, our good friend Da Vinci here with his song uh, Vibrance, uh, he's got a new album out right now. So check it out on SoundCloud. He's got a brand new album. I believe it's a uh, 10 song LP. Uh, but yeah, check it out. Da Vinci, D-E underscore Vinci at SoundCloud. Uh, check him out. And uh, there you go. Uh, here's his song. Vibrance. <laughs> Oh, my God.